regular season. Today is a, a sad day. Right now, the Horn Frog faithful are storming the floor. Back-to-back wins over ranked teams for the first time in school history. Tonight, it's number six, Kansas. 74-64, your final. Goldwire hounded by Curry, gets a high screen from Tanner. Angles left, kick back. Tanner, open, three again. Bam! He's putting them away! Tanner Groves, with his beard, is putting away the Mountain Men. Inbounds to Goldwire. He'll bring it up. And the Sooners will head to Manhattan on a win streak. Final score tonight in Norman. It's Oklahoma 72 and West Virginia 59. TJ, we're getting to 77 degrees today. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Teddy. Oh, it's going to be gorgeous out. It already is gorgeous out there, folks. We we earned it. We made it through last week. The ice has finally melted in front of my garage door, TJ. I, can, I need to rehook it up today. Toby and TJ back with you Wednesday, March 2, El Dos de Marcho. We're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Whew, I guess we got to talk Major League Baseball. Um First two series canceled. Unable to reach an agreement yesterday. We'll see if they can. Uh, there's going to be a lot of pressure fall on them after that announcement. Nobody's happy. Mm-hmm. We'll see if it can get them back to the table and, and get this thing worked out before it gets uh, much deeper into the season. I know you're not a Rob Manfred fan, so I feel like you'll agree with me on this, but. If you are the commissioner of a professional sports uh, league that has to have a work stoppage, you should be fired instantaneously. Agreed. If you can't keep it from getting to that point, then somebody else should have the job. Because that is unacceptable for your sport completely unacceptable for your sport. I don't know who's right. I don't know who's wrong. I don't know what the dollar amount should be. I don't care. If it ever gets to the point where games are canceled, seasons are delayed or canceled, strikes happen, somebody else has to be in charge. This is ridiculous. I'm not going to argue with you on that one bit. And I'm, I'll am i keep saying it 
until he's gone. You also cannot have a commissioner of your sport that does not like your sport. And Rob Manfred does not like baseball. He doesn't like it. He's taken the game even further down, and they've got to get him out of there. He's a buffoon. I don't know why he doesn't like it, but I'll believe you on that, I guess. All he's wanted to do since he became commissioner is change the game, change every aspect of it because nobody oh. likes it. Like, so let's change this because nobody likes it. Well, there are people that like it. He called the World Series trophy a steel hunk of junk or whatever it was. Like, he does not like the game of baseball. He does Get him out! Get him out! Fire Rob Manfred. And your last name's Manfred, which is weird what anyway. What kind of name is what that? What kind of name is Manfred? Manfred. Come on. Fire the guy. I thought Bud was bad at public speaking at times, and I liked Bud Selig. Mm-hmm. Rob Manfred can't even get through a sentence half the time. He's just a bumbling fool. I think it's hard to be a commissioner and not, you know, and and be any kind of popular. I mean, you don't like any of the commissioners. You never have it. That's generally the consensus. Like, that's a spot where you just, when you take the job, you're going to be disliked. Players aren't going to like you. Owners aren't going to like you. True in most situations. Yeah, absolutely true. But you cannot allow your sport to get to a work stoppage. You just can't. You've how by whatever means necessary, it's got to be solved before he gets that far. And I'm sure there's people to blame beyond him. I know there are. I know the owners are to blame here. I know the players in some regard are to blame here. I don't know who deserves more blame. But he deserves the most. He's the man in charge. It can't get there. And now here we are. So hopefully this is it. Hopefully there's such a public outrage over this that they are forced back to the table and they are forced to the most uncommon of occurrences in America today. The coming together of two different sides. Here's where they're clueless as well. Major League Baseball and Fanatics, quit sending me emails and quit having pop-up ads on my social media trying to get me to buy the latest Rangers spring break gear. When you're in the middle of a lockout and may not have a season, quit trying to get me to buy spring training gear. I wouldn't buy spring training gear anyway. But you don't have spring training right now. Quit sending me ads. Well, I mean, you just did that to yourself. Like, you just out loud in the presence of your phone. phone. But it's emails, too. Emails every day from the Texas Rangers. Hey, get the latest in Rangers spring training gear. Get to spring training. I might buy a hat. (laughs) Morons. It's gonna, you're going to be flooded today with spring training advertisements. <laughs> that that <laughs> nail polish and pedicures. That's right. How come I'm getting all these nail polish and spring training ads? Stop it. Well, uh, put I, I, here's what I'd do. I'd put you in charge of Major League Baseball. I would immediately fire Rob Manfred. You can do that and this show at the same time. It's not that hard of a job.
Agree. I can. Yes. Get I do better than him. Get him to the table and just demand. We're not leaving. Nobody eats, and we're not leaving until we reach an agreement. No food, no water. Lock the doors. This this happens now, or we all die in this room. That's how you get something done, TJ. Torture like that. I don't know. I'm condoning torture. But I'd lock the doors. Guys, maybe a cracker now and then. Actually, We're I just brought up the contract myself. I slided across to the owners and the players union said, I wrote this up. Neither side doesn't like it. I don't care. This is what we're doing. Sign it. We're done. And there's no more shifts in baseball. That's it. We're done. Good day, guys. <laughs> Joey Gallo has got to be allowed to hit a double sometimes. He's got his feelings hurt. We're going back to the Reds play in the first game of every year. I'll do that and for now you. We're done. I'll do that for you. You may leave. Throw that in for me. You're dismissed. Throw that in for me if you yeah. don't mind. And we're getting rid of uh, blackouts for television yes. broadcasts. Yeah, that would be the first thing that I do. But other than that, we're done. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, it's disturbing. It's disappointing. Right now, like I said, right now we're not feeling it. There's a lot of things going on. You got basketball. You got March Madness. You got college sports. But golly, it's going to really stink here in about a month, TJ. My team's going to be terrible this year anyway, but still, I'm going to want I'm going to want to go to a game. I'm going to want to watch games. It's going to be summertime. I'm going to get want to get in the cement pond and watch some baseball. There better be some baseball on my TV. I don't have much time left with Eric Nadell as my play-by-play voice. Yes. He's already cut back games. Yes. And handed some over to uh who's oh, it Matt Hicks or so whoever it is. That but, was something I was going to tell you on. about last week. So, uh, your your PA guy's name is Chuck something. Chuck, Chuck Morgan. Porter? Chuck, Chuck Morgan. Morgan. Okay. So it's baseball time in Texas. He's fa- he's famous down yeah. there. He's he's been doing the Rangers forever. Is that right? Is it just the Rangers or does he do more than the Rangers? He may do other stuff, but he is just the Rangers guy and has been for three plus decades. Yeah. So I'm talking to Skip. This is a week ago. This is back in the uh uh, uh the first, you know, thing down they played Michigan. Uh, Skip is, is a little bit like Kevin Henry in that once in a while he'll say something and then he'll look at you in just complete disbelief. You don't get pedicures on the road? He'll look at me like, what? So, um, Skip, I, I'm, I'm interviewing Skip, and I said, i got to go back to the press box. And he goes, I'll go with you. I want to go say hi to Chuck. And I was like, all right. I didn't know. I had no idea who Chuck was. So we're riding up the elevator together, and we get off on the concourse. We're walking around, and he's like, uh, you know Chuck, right? And I was like, who's Chuck? And he goes, Chuck Morgan. And I was like, I don't think I know uh, who Chuck Morgan is. And we stop, and he looks at me. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you don't know Chuck Morgan? I was like, I don't know, maybe. Do I? I should I? I would have had that Chuck reaction Morgan. with you, too. Yeah. He goes, he's the voice of the Texas Rangers. And I was like, I don't think so. I think Eric Nadell is the voice of the Texas Rangers. He goes, no, he's the PA guy. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I don't know who Chuck Morgan is. I don't. I didn't grow up in Texas. I don't go to Rangers games. I have no idea who Chuck Morgan is. And he's just astonished. Uh, Skip's astonished that I have <laughs> no idea who he is. So they've got the coolest thing at this, range, this new ballpark is they put Chuck Morgan in a fish tank. 
I put him in a giant fish tank right behind home plate where everybody can see. Mm-hmm. Big glassed-in area. It's not in the press box. It's right at the top of the lower bowl, and it's right behind home plate. And it's it's really, it's like it's his own space module. And it's also his office, by the way. So he's calling the game, and the door's locked, obviously. They don't want people walking in, but you can see him, but the door's locked. So Skip knocks on the glass, (laughs) and Chuck turns around real slow, because you can tell. I'm sure people knock on the glass all the time. probably, yeah. So he turns around real slow and looks, and then he sees it Skip, and his complete demeanor changes. Like, he was going to be upset. But then he saw that it was Skip, and he was like, oh, Skip! What Yahoo wants a picture with me now? Right, 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 right. right. Who's taking a selfie with me in my fishbowl? But it was Skip, and he was excited to see Skip. But Skip could not believe I had never heard of Chuck Morgan before. I had the best, man. Best PA PA guy in the world. What's he say? What is it? It's baseball time in Texas! That was pretty good. That was a pretty good Chuck Morgan right there. So... Last week, we're going to call the series down there. The series gets moved down there. And part of the agreement with the Rangers was you can come play your games down here, but you got to you know staff it to a certain extent, meaning media relations, PA, all the kind of stuff we would do at a home game we do down there. We There you go, TJ. We meaning the University of Oklahoma, not we meaning the pitching staff for OU. Jeez. Right. We've got to staff it. So but up to a certain extent. I mean, they've still got a grounds crew, and I'm sure whoever's running the scoreboard was their own people because it's a big old you know contraption. But uh, we provided a PA. So Taylor Maples went down to be the public address for that. He was going to be on the radio. I took the radio, so he took the PA. And he was excited because, obviously, you get to sit in the Chuck Morgan pod, the the, the cool fishbowl behind home plate that Chuck Morgan gets to sit in. <laughs> so we walk in for game one on Friday, and the lady lets us in the, the VIP entrance there. I'll just pause here for – okay. The VIP and, entrance, um, yes. I, I picked up on that. And uh, we introduce ourselves. What do you do? I do the radio. What do you do? I do the PA. And uh, she says, well, good. That's good. I'll show you where to go. And uh, Taylor's like, yeah, I think we know. We were here last week. I know where Chuck's place is. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. You can't go into Chuck's pod. We've got we've set up an area for you upstairs. <laughs> Nobody touches Chuck's stuff no. but Chuck. And I, I felt bad for Taylor. And I could see immediately the disappointment sweep over his face. Like, gummit. that's what I was so excited about was to get to sit in uh, Chuck Morgan's seat and, you know, do because he, I don't know if Taylor's from Texas or he just know he does public address, so maybe maybe in his world, you know, you know other famous public address announcers. I don't know. Uh, Taylor does a lot of OU softball and, and baseball games and he's done some basketball. He's really good at it. But they put him in a radio booth upstairs and had him do the PA from one of the radio booths and – all weekend long, I was like, man, I'm so sorry. And he's like, I oh, know. <laughs> he was disappointed. I was heartbroken for him. But it's like his office, too. The lady explained. She's like, yeah, it's his office, too. So he's got, like, personal stuff in there, and he doesn't like, you know, he doesn't want people to, 
you know, be in his, you know, it's the Chuck Morgan fishbowl. It's nobody else's fishbowl. So anyway, that was funny. All right, we'll take a break. Don't ch- touch Chuck's fishbowl. I'm sure he's a nice guy. I, no, he's a he great guy. Didn't, a he didn't want anybody in his office. He'll be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh, really? He will be if they put PA guys in there. Okay. Eric Nadell's already in, right? Uh, yes, he's in. Uh, about three, four years ago, he was. Yeah, the that's right. Yeah. Entry. What uh, do they call that? The, uh, the Frick, Fred. Uh, the Fred. Fred. Frick, uh, Frick, Frick, Frank, Fred. It's a uh, Frank. Frick, 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 Frank. Frick. Frick. Something. Frick. William. Frick. Hang on, we're not going to. Pretty sure it's right Frank Frick. Is it Frank? You think? I think so. The Frank Frick Award. That sounds right. Ford Frick. Ford Frick. <laughs> Frank Ford. Ford Frick, uh, broadcaster wing of the uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, Eight nineteen. We'll be back. This hour of the T Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show brought to you by RK Black, your office technology solution for small and medium-sized businesses right here in Oklahoma or Kansas. Fax, printer, scanner, document management, network solutions, so much more. 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. Do you want to go pet of the week here or text first? I want to ask you a trivia question first. Oh, man. That has come in from a legend. A, a legend. broadcasting icon has sent a question for you. Huh. Okay. The great John Brooks listening to the show today. And he says, I have a question for you, boys. What's up, Brooksy? Uh, he says, do you know what Eric Nadell's play-by-play job was before the Rangers? It was hockey, I believe. Pepperdine hockey or something like that. Uh, I I do not know the answer. I have looked it up on Wikipedia. Yeah. And I think uh, what Brooksy's probably referring to here is, yes, hockey. It says he was minor league hockey broadcaster in Oklahoma City. Yes. Yeah. I knew he had a places. hockey background um, and I had done some of that. I thought he Voice had done it for his bl- school, too. Uh, Brooksy just texted me back. Voice of the Blazers in the 1975-76 seasons when I didn't do it, meaning Brooksy. How about that? How about the Blazers getting John Brooks and Eric Nadell? Woo! Think of the broadcasters that have time. been through this state, man. I know. It's something. Yeah, I knew he had a hockey background. Couldn't remember exactly what it was, but um, someone with the Rangers heard him calling hockey and gave him a call. Had to talk him into baseball, I think. Eric Nadell grew up in Brooklyn, fan of the Brooklyn Dodgers, uh, went to Brown University, announced hockey and football for Brown. It was Brown, that's who it was, yeah. Then minor league hockey uh, in Muskegon, Oklahoma City, and Dallas. Then the... Voice of the Dallas Diamonds, the Women's Professional Basketball League. And then the Texas Rangers hired him in 1979. Wow, like there's not any baseball in there. Right. Hmm. 
Yeah, there's some really story good. with that, with his love of baseball and then had ties to someone with the Rangers, and they had heard him doing the hockey. And there's a story there. I just can't remember exactly what it was. But, yeah. 2006, he signed a lifetime contract with the Texas Rangers, meaning he can broadcast their games till he chooses to retire. Hang on a second, TJ. Request lifetime contract. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> Sorry, I was I had to add something to my to do list. Uh, all right, uh, let's get let's do some text, and we'll we'll do uh, we'll do pet. Come down. I, <laughs> okay. I want to keep Victor uh, upset with this. Victor has already texted and called. Calm down, Victor. <laughs> he texted me. I didn't answer his text, so he called in a minute ago. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Please do uh, the live petty TJ. You'll love it, and so will the listeners. Laughing would be face good emoji. Radio. Um, you gotta put the listeners first, TJ. I bet you can get a petty degree there. Uh, is Southern Nazarene even a four-year school? I heard it's harder to get into obedience school. Wow. Is that the same dude? No, I think that's someone oh. different. Taking shots at wow. you. Wow. That's, uh, you know what? You take shots at me all you want, but you stay off of my alma mater, all right? <laughs> Southern Nazarene is a proud, fine institution of higher learning. Ron Thulin is from Southern Nazarene. This texter says, I'll volunteer to take TJ's place. My toes are funky. <laughs> no, I, wanna, I want to hear the palpable uncomfortability of TJ Perry coming through the radio. This just in, the funds that would provide food and snacks for TJ's son's baseball team has been paying for circle drives, four houses, a boat, and all the other luxuries. Mm-hmm. That's not breaking news. I don't think that's just in. Mm-hmm. I got bills, people. Uh, this is Midwest City uh, Jeff. Toby, get Beano drops and put 8 to 10 Beano drops on the dog's food. I have experience with this. Beano drops, huh? Yeah. Is that like something you get in a pet store, or it's like no, a human store? That's a uh, Beano is uh, for humans. Like you can, it's over there this in the not, pharmacy section, not, like at Walmart right. or CVS or stuff. Yeah, yeah, you just get. I it. understand that, but there's not like a Beano for pets that he's recommending. That, he just says get Beano drops. I don't okay. know. There may be a dog huh. brand. I don't know. I'll try it, man. This one says you're feeding your dog too much protein. I'm feeding him what the doctor told me to feed him. I mean, I'm not, we're not, we don't give him any extra thing other than his food. I've his got prescription food. This says, I've got a two-year-old lab. He occasionally rips one while we're out of out on a walk, and it shocks him every time. <laughs> 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 uh, dogs are the best. Um, Chewies.com home delivery. So... Well, yeah, you can, you can <laughs> get, yeah. I don't know. Maybe some stuff for farting dogs. Did that just I don't know. pop up when we were talking about dogs? Is uh, that an yeah, ad that just yeah. popped up? Uh, for many years, monthly pedicures and ninety-minute massage. Happy to supply references. This texter says that's got to be OU architect. It's that sounds be. like OU architect. Got to be. I'm not that guy that usually yells "stick to sports," but dog flatulence. Stick to sports. Yep. You're right. Too far. <laughs> it's exact. That texture is exactly right. Too far. 
Uh, that is a problem with OU fans. Uh-oh, where's this one? I have been a fan my whole life, but get tired of people saying, why do you say we when you didn't go to the school there? I can't stand that. He also says, no real man would ever get a pedicure. Mm. That was coming out against people who come out against people saying we. Yes. Right? That guy was against the against. Okay. This texter says, we love you, T-Row. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, There's nothing wrong with saying we. We are Oklahoma. This is a Sooner state. We are Sooners born and bred. Okay. I know not all broadcasters agree with me, but that's just how I feel about it. That's how I feel about it. Toby is a huge part of Sooner Nation. Is he ever? That texter probably didn't attend a single class at OU shaking my head. (laughs) I do. Does it help that I teach at OU? Does that help at all teach? I have have no problem with you saying we are us. When you are uh, paid by the university to call their games, you teach courses there, you are a major part of the university. Yeah. No problem mm-hmm. at all. Uh, this don't say we fan sounds like an Oklahoma State fan always whining about OU fans who didn't attend Oklahoma <laughs> University, Jim from Arlington. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Uh <laughs> Google Google Store guy. They're, we're working on the app for the Google Store, okay? Here's my solution for you. Get rid of your Android phone. Get yourself kinda, an iPhone. I kind of feel about it, I guess, the way I feel about, like, rooting for the U.S. and the Olympics. Like, I didn't serve in the military, but I still say we won the gold medal. Yeah, you, know? you hope we win the game. Yeah. Yes. I'm still an American. I'm probably wrong. I'm sure Al Michaels or somebody more prestige would argue with me on this. Maybe Brooksy. When honestly, when I saw that Brooksy texted me, I thought, "Uh oh, he's going to take me to task on the Wii thing." But no, he just had some Eric Nadell trivia for us. So. Uh, last right, one. one more, one more. TK. Last one, one here. More. This person just last says, one. Hey, can you give me the OU baseball schedule for the weekend? Yes. Here we go. You ready? Everybody ready? Friday, 3 o'clock, LSU. Saturday, 11 a.m., UCLA. Sunday, 11 a.m., Tennessee. The Friday game, uh, you know, it's the second game of the day, so might be a little flexible there, depending on how long the first one goes. But the other two will be the first games of the day. They should start right at 11. See that dude for Tennessee hitting 103 and 104 on the gun? Holy yes. cow. They look now, again, they have they the best team they've played is Georgia Southern, and somebody texted us the other day that Georgia Southern's pretty good. But Tennessee has put up some really amazing stats in the first seven, eight games of the year. They're scoring like 20 runs a game. They've got a guy throwing 103 out of the bullpen. I'm fascinated to see them this weekend. And especially well, when they play OU, but Friday night they play Texas. Nobody has scored on Texas. So that's going to be fun. That'll be after the OU-LSU game. Whew, what a day. What a, a If you're going to go to one day in Houston, Friday's your day. All right? I mean, Baylor-UCLA is what it is. That'll be fun. But you've got a rematch 
of the Dayknacker no-hitter at 3 o'clock, OULSU, and you've got the number one pitching staff and the the hottest hitting team in America so far going head-to-head in the nightcap in Texas and Tennessee. So I'm jealous of you folks down in Houston. That's going to be a fun weekend. All right, we'll take a break. Porter Moser postgame next. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. Coach, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. We needed it. I mean, we, you know, just did a whole thing about controlling what you could control. And uh, we had these two games at home. And we wanted to take one at a time and get them, Oklahoma State and West Virginia. And uh, we did it. And now, you know, I tell other guys, one at a time, and then we'll keep trying to be in the conversation. Yeah. And uh, I, I really like how they guys battled. West Virginia is so incredibly physical. Yeah. And uh, obviously they let the game go and play. Um, and, um, the, um, and I thought that um, uh, our guys, especially in the second half, what we did, we – they were jamming so many of the ball screens, and we, we really got downhill a little bit more. We flipped the screens, and uh, I thought Tanner was outstanding. I thought, you know what I liked about Mo? Mo had a f- tough first half because he got in foul trouble. He, you know, he missed a couple threes, and then, but then he then he back cut a couple times. Yeah. Pressing him, he got two cuts on back cuts, and I'm like, that is such a step, a development step for him. Like if they're denying him the three back cut, they're overplaying him, and he got two layups. Um, you know, I thought we, I thought the two freshmen did some nice things. I thought Bijan gave us some nice minutes. You know, he had three assists and four points. That's, that's really good production. I thought CJ Nolan, who, you know, has been hurting with a, a knee, came in and, you know, he was two for four. He had five points, two assists, no turnovers. And so I, I, I thought we got good production out of them. I thought Jalen Hill, um, really as the game went on, you know, when he was on the floor, like in 30 minutes, his plus minus was 21. We, wow. were, we were plus 21 when Jalen oh. Hill was on the floor. That was the highest of the game. And, um, you know, I thought that I thought he did some good things. When Jacob Groves gives us contributions, yeah. we're, we're better. So that that's what we needed. We need contributions from a lot of guys. And um, I thought we talked at halftime. We had, not, uh, we had 10 turnovers, nine offense rebounds we gave up. Right. And we were still up four. If we can cut that down, we only had two turnovers in the second half. Two turnovers is a, it's a fantastic number against the physicality of this team. You mentioned the physicality and the way the game's being officiated. Hard to find flow. It was really hard for this game to find any flow. And the best flow you had all night was like the last five minutes. Tanner yeah. starts hitting threes. That was the the offense ran the best at the most important time for you. Absolutely. When when Tanner making those shots, um, you know, and then we were going downhill. We were back cutting, and and then they they, they went with the back cut because Mo got two, and then Tanner popped on our away action right there. And um, so just really good. Jordan Gowar had the ball in his hand, and we were going downhill. Um, got fouled. Jalen made his free throws. Tanner made his free throws. I thought Tanner. Uh, we slipped that little baseline screen for Tanner. Had a nice dunk. That should be on Sports Center. It better be on Sports Center. Um, so so um, you know. Just a lot of really good plays uh, for us, and I and I'm telling you, I know this. This is crazy. I know West Virginia. Is, I think West Virginia is is really really good. It's just this league, and I, I watched how they played Texas. They're in the same boat as us, exact same boat as us. They've played some of these high level teams, and they're right there, and they couldn't get over the hump. And uh, so, just got a ton of respect for Coach Huggins and 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 their team. 
you feel like you've got the momentum you were hoping for now going up to Manhattan this weekend? Yeah, you you were hoping for to to get both these at home and yeah. go into there that last one with some momentum. So for sure, and same thing, got a ton of respect for Kansas State. Now it's crazy. We, we bookended them. We played them in the first game of conference. Now the last game. It's hard to remember that game. It was oh man, ago. Tanner didn't play. If you remember, yeah. he was in COVID, and so was Jacob. Uh, both those guys were in COVID, and uh, so. Um, I, you know, for them, I, I, they're they're playing really well. I watched that game last night. They played Texas Tech, and it was right there down to the end. I mean, I don't think anybody's played Texas Tech that well, um, and so, you know, they got a, you know a lot of seniors. Mark Smith is playing really really well. Um, so we've we got our hands full, but this is what we wanted. We wanted to be in this position going into these last three games. When we when we didn't play well at Tech, we came back and say, let's control, we control. Let's keep this locker room high energy and go in and get these two home ones, and we did. And now we got it one game going to Kansas State. Opportunity. It, it'll be a quad one game. It'll be a quad one game uh, against, you know, a very good team. Way to go, Coach. We always appreciate you stopping by. And I, I – I, I hate that it's my our last game of the year here. I was really and uh, for the people that came out, thank you. You know, they they were there were the students that came out, the people that were here, uh, even just that ovation at the end for the guys yeah. uh, means a lot to me. And uh, we'll build this thing. We'll build this thing. My energy to get this thing next year full will be it. But thank you, thank you for coming tonight. Thank you, coach. All right, bye. I had forgotten about that first K State game. I had, I really hadn't thought about it. But you know who started the first. Kansas State game. It was the Big 12 opener on New Year's Day. Well, I know guys were out with COVID. Uh, Tanner was out. I know. Well, I guess Jacob was too. Tanner, Jacob, and Bijan were all out. That's right. I don't remember. Who Rick Asanza okay. started. I, that I could game. not remember who started in their place, but yeah, Rick Asanza. <laughs> um, Has he been on the oh, floor since? Not much. Yeah. Uh, Noel. Also did not play for K-State, to be fair, who is one of their best players. Mark Smith had a uh, giant game, 25.16 rebounds for Kansas State. And uh, Oklahoma won it by two. Leading scorer for OU that day, Elijah Harkless. Ouch. Uh, K-State's playing good ball. Nigel Pack and Noel are just a fantastic one-two punch. Both smaller guards, but they've got unlimited range and both very streaky. They don't get a ton of production from their bigs, but Mark Smith, who's a big guard, uh, kind of does what uh, uh, oh Timmy, uh, what's his name for Texas, does for them. I mean, he just he gets around the rim and rebounds everything, and he's on the offensive boards, and and uh, they 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 play good defense. Bruce Weber's teams always play good D. Had a really good chance to, you know, they were in it late. I'll say against Tech uh, on Monday night, so three o'clock on Saturday. Here's what else is coming up. This week, so tonight you've got OSU at Iowa State. Uh, Thursday, the TCU Kansas rematch in Fog Allen Fieldhouse. That's a makeup game, and then your Saturday slate has TCU at West Virginia. OSU will play their final game of the season at home against Texas Tech. Texas goes to Kansas. 
And Iowa State goes to Baylor. And then the OUK State game. Two seeds are set for the Big 12 tournament. Locked in. Texas is locked in as the four seed. And West Virginia is locked in as the nine seed. Oklahoma and Kansas State will be the seven and eight, depending on who wins their game on Saturday. If OU loses to the Wildcats, they'll play at 6 o'clock next Wednesday in the 8-9 game against West Virginia. If Oklahoma beats Kansas State, they will play at 6 o'clock on Thursday in the 2-7 game. Um, If OU plays Wednesday night in the 8-9 game and wins, they would turn around and play again at 2 o'clock on Thursday. Thursday against the number one seed. So that's the path ahead. Sooner women tonight, Bedlam tonight in Stillwater. Uh, They play at 6.30 tonight. They will open Big 12 tournament play a week from Friday. That tournament starts on uh, Thursday with the play-in games, but Oklahoma won't be a part of that. Uh, They'll be a top four seed, so they will play on uh, Friday and we'll wait for some more bracket to develop on uh, that. They've got a game against Kansas at home on Saturday. All right, break time. Uh, crossover with Chris Plank coming up next. It's a Wednesday edition of the T-Row in the Morning Show. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B. And I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Crossover time. Chris Plank joins us now, brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. He will be patrolling these airwaves for the next three hours here on The Ref. Good morning, Plank. What's up, Toby? How are you, man? I am good. I'm good. good. Got a win last night. Good, good, good. Yeah, listen to the whole broadcast. Great job. I have many questions. Can I start? Go ahead. Can I be Chris on line one from Midtown Norman? Is that okay? Let's go to Chris on line one. Go ahead, Chris. Hi. Welcome okay. to the show. I noticed something very early in the game, T-Row, whenever you were doing a pike pass read, that apparently uh, one member of what appears to be a three-person radio crew is flying, right. while two members, two members are driving. Yes. Is this the prima donna nature of Kevin Henry? Is this a baseball scheduling quirk? Who do we need to talk to? Kevin doesn't like to drive. Kevin is like TJ. He does not enjoy a road trip. I remember last Ah. year when we were going to uh, Indianapolis, which no big deal. For me, I'm like, hop in the car. We'll drive to Indianapolis. I don't care. He was like, it's like 12 hours. I was like, yeah, no, it's okay. It's no big deal. He does not like a road trip. Ah, So any opportunity for him to hop in the plane, he will. Now, I can't because of the baseball game Tuesday night. And even if I could, I would prefer to have a car in Kansas City. That way I can come and go as I please and leave when I need to and all that kind of stuff. Gotcha. But um, so I'll be driving up and Drake will be driving up. But Kevin will be on the team playing, yes. Okay, okay. No hard feelings. No hard feelings. Okay, all right, all right. Just, Just wanted to make sure. And then number two, this has become almost at times like a three-man group. This is a three-man crew. Uh, and I know this has been developing throughout the season, but 
Drake and not just a sponsor read, but like setting the table for Kev- Kevin. I notice it's getting a little physical in there. Are you concerned with the way the fouls are being called? Have we developed a three-man booth in basketball? Yes. Uh, Drake decided last year at some point that after Drake his sponsor, <laughs> yeah, yeah, after his sponsor reads, he's supposed to give it to Kevin, right? And instead, and, and he didn't decide that. That's what he's supposed to do. But instead right. of just saying Kevin, he decided he's going to go deeper than that and set him ah. up with some questions. And so they will converse during the commercial break. What do you want me to ask you? And Kevin will give him some suggestions, or maybe Drake has been thinking about it, and he's decided, here's how I'm going to set you up. And then he proceeds with the setup. So, yeah, that has developed into a three-man booth. Okay. Drake contributing in that manner to the broadcast. He's such a a little Michael Dean. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a little Stats Kelly to it, right? Took some creative liberties with it. I appreciate it. And then the he's third made question, the position the most, his own. There you go. I the like The third it. question, and maybe the most important: How long have you been holding on to the bearded mountain man? He took the musket line with Tanner Groves, which might have been one of the best lines of the night. Just whatever it was it was it a three that he hit that kind of sealed the deal there late? How, yeah, I was a little disappointed they cut off the highlight before that. Uh, not oh. none at all. I wish I had thought of it in <laughs> advance. That he looks like the mountaineer, brought the the mountaineer mascot, because I could have thought of something better to say, but in the that moment was I, I was like, he looks like the. All of a sudden, it dawned on me. It, we played two games against these guys, and all of a sudden, it dawned on me. He looks just like the mountaineer mascot. So I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I wish I wish I had had more forethought than that. But thank you very much. Nah, it was great, dude. I listened to the whole broadcast last night. It was fantastic. I had a an absolute blast. I. Know how you love now the uh, flop warnings? I guess maybe I'd missed that in previous broadcasts. No, I don't. He's completely made that up. He's It's his way of getting back at me. for. He says I make up things about him on my morning show, so he decided to <laughs> what? make up that I like the flop warning, which is not true at all. But, yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. Anyway, man. Great call. Yeah. As somebody who was in a state of rage all night long because it took us four hours to pick up a 500-pound table, uh, you brought me very oh, much joy. Jeez. Yikes. There's a story there we did, that I hope you're going to get into. Hey, in show. maybe kick it off the show with it today. <laughs> Chris, have a good show. Thanks, Toby. Talk to you tomorrow, man. Chris Plank, Josh Helmer coming your way next. That's it for us. Thanks for listening. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.